As we enter into this Advent season, uncertainty is all around us. We feel the tension. We know the longing. We live with quiet anticipation in the not yet, the known, the unknown, the liminal, mysterious space of the Advent season. As we cross over the threshold of Advent once again, what does it mean for us to lean into this season, to give ourselves to these weeks that show us there is no place where God does not desire to meet us, even in the mystery? Known and unknown, dwelling in the mystery of Advent. November 27th. Resting in the Unknown by Amy Bratton Isaiah 2, verses 1-5 to The word that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In those days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall arbitrate for many people. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. I've been learning that in life, there are many uncertain roads to walk. Uncertainty seems to be more prevalent now as many of us face global pandemic uncertainties alongside all the other existing ones. In the face of the unknown, I am becoming more aware of my choice, battle against the uncertainty or embrace the mystery. While it may seem like the logical choice to cling to what I already know when faced with uncertainty, I'm starting to see that turning toward mystery may actually be a more promising path. Let me try to unpack this with a couple of well-known Christmas stories. First, Mary. In the Gospel narrative of the Annunciation, when the angel approached Mary with the news of Jesus' impending birth, she can come across as quite quiet and submissive. But I imagine there's more to the story, more than Mary's single clarifying question recorded in the Gospel of Luke and then an affirmative response. Someone with the fortitude to stick with Jesus through all that would unfold has a more complex internal experience than the peace we see depicted in medieval art portraying this moment. As Mary faced the mystery of what Gabriel's words would mean, she consented to move forward, but not with blind faith. Indeed, she knew that Yahweh had promised a Messiah would come. She knew that God knew her and loved her deeply. But she didn't know all that would unfold, all that would pierce her heart, as Simeon the prophet would speak soon after Jesus' birth. Even if we fill in the blanks with our own human experience, the limitations of the biblical text means that we cannot know Mary's internal experience. Yet, Mary's tender consent in the face of mystery laid the foundation for what would come. 
King Herod was also faced with mystery, as the Magi appeared at his doorstep in an attempt to celebrate the birth of a new king of the Jews. In contrast to Mary, King Herod doubled down on his anchors of certainty. He held power, and he would send his military force to protect his position of power. Yet, his violent acts to defend his place had little effect because Jesus came to subvert King Herod's realm of power in ways that Herod never imagined. In the face of uncertainty, Herod clung to the things he knew, and violence, coercion, and insecurity resulted. As I read the lectionary readings for this first Sunday of Advent, I can't help but notice that it highlights these polarities. We read a prophecy in Isaiah 2 that calls Israel to defer to the word of the Lord and allow God to be the arbiter between nations. The resulting peace involves laying down weapons with such finality that Israel can pound swords and spears into tools to grow food. Similarly, Psalm 122 encourages a posture of peace, not only for our own good, but for the good of others. And not to be too complacent about the peace promised in Advent, the lectionary draws on a very mysterious passage from the Gospel reading. Matthew 24 contains the mysterious words of Jesus about the unknowable day and hour of the coming of the Son of Man. Much ink has been spilled in attempts to unravel the mysterious passage, so I won't join the chorus. What if, instead, we lean into the mystery and seek a posture of peace and preparation? If the coming of the Son of Man ushers in peace, described in Isaiah 2, I welcome that peace revolution. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Yet, here we are, muddled and middled in the story, as one of my professors liked to say. In my response to the unknown, I find myself between steadfast Virgin Mary and the murderous King Herod, hopefully closer to Mary most days. However, I recently gained insight into my default responses when I took the Berkman test and discovered that under stress, I prefer organization and clarity. I like direct answers and concrete plans to solve problems. And when I don't have the ability to lean on these things in time of stress, I panic. But what if I leaned into the certainty of God's presence instead of my own efforts? What if I embraced curiosity instead of control? What can this liminal season of Advent teach me this year about leaning into uncertainty? I'm excited to share this collection of reflections, known and unknown, with you. As we sit in this uncertain season, you are invited to join the conversation with these authors who've been reflecting on mystery. Let us sit together in the mystery of Advent. Advent.